places at the same time creating magic that's mine I think I found a place needed for this moment this space this time needed in my life too much time always on my mind not enough space to recreate do the do the do the do the do Hi, this is Lord G. Fanella singer songwriter, and I am happy to be here with you today. I had a wonderful past week. Um, I've been mostly kind of staying in solitude a bit, working on this podcast, which seems to be picking up. Uh, Working on my music, as you can hear, my throat is a little groggly and scratchy and um, uh, head injuries, the uh, kind of cavities or the open spaces from abuse have been draining a bit. Uh, Much better though. They are much better, but they haven't. Um, of course, uh, I, I'm on my Benadryl on my top, which I've been able to cut that down quite a bit. So I have that going on, and I've been doing a lot of my seeds, my chaya seed pudding, which you can find many recipes for those online. If you go to Lori Jean Panella in the Kitchen over at Facebook, I share a lot of different recipes of things that I've been using, but staying with the bone broth and the chaya seed pudding really has been pretty much keeping me in the top so I can do my podcast and work on my music and I wrote a cute jingle 
for today's podcast called This Time. It's not really an original name, of course, but um, I, I get I get pretty personal with you today, and the um, the theme really today is how far would you go? And if I elaborate on that, it's how far would you go to thrive? And I'll get into a little bit of my story, and, and it's not to say that you should follow my example, but if it makes you feel in a way comforted at the fact that we've all had a hard struggle in our life to get no matter where we're going or what we're doing, that's just part of life, part of being a human being. But um, sometimes I think if I share how hard it's been, let's say when I started to go back to school much later in life, and I still have responsibilities that I had to take care of, and at one point, um, I just put everything into school, probably for a good solid two years um, with my writing. And that really has benefited me the most. But when I ran out of funds, that was the problem. I had just a little bit to maybe do a few more courses of school and certainly not enough to help pay for my board and other materials that I would need. So that became a problem. So I pretty much was homeless at that point. So I went on this venture to try to keep my head above water until I could find maybe a better place to do a few more classes or see where the, the next step of my life was going to take me. Because before I ended school, I left everything. I left my apartment. Um, I sold everything I, I had accumulated over the years, tried to get enough of a chunk of money to bring with me, of course, because you have to pay your board, and then uh, school can be pretty expensive, everybody knows that. So I finally, at the first time in my life, did this for myself, and I I couldn't just sit and live comfortably, I suppose, on a, a small salary and just maybe work part-time cash sharing somewhere or um, take up a hobby, you know, sit home and crochet. I used to crochet these really cute pillows and blankets by using multicolored yarn, which it, it makes it look a lot more complicated, but you just crochet across back and forth. But I put these cute little tassels off the end. So I could have done things like that, but I just had this hunger to be the best I could be, even with head injuries and uh, being harassed from the abuse I've had in my life. So once I ran out of money and I stopped the two years of school, I had to run around. I had horrible roommates, <laughs> which we all know that, you know, I had to go back to my, my 20 year, 20 year old stage in life where I had to go through similar experiences, um, 20 something, I should say. And one of the places I ended up in a hotel uh, in the wilderness with bears and wildcats and but I finished my second screenplay in some silence. With, there was some other poor woman running from abuse outside nearby, still being abused, I could hear. And I'd walk the woods with the bears and wildcats, finding my woods, hitting the ground with sticks, because we were told from the, the people who ran the hotel that, where I was staying. And I could only stay there for a few months because it was a slow period but I would have to make noise in the woods and I could almost feel the silence of death 
as I'd walk through there, maybe as I was being stalked. And so I took that in just for a few seconds while I was walking through as the water that would be falling nearby. And I really wanted to get, excuse me, my water bottle here. I really wanted to get the true aspect of what was going on around me and take advantage of that since that's where I was. But I, I did make sure I made the noises too. And so, geez. Oh yeah, that was that was one place. The next place, I stayed at a place where they tried to sell me to a strip bar and I had no idea what was going on. I, at my age, believe it or not, you know, a grown woman, I had raised my son, but um, <laughs> the woman asked me to drive her somewhere and she was an older woman. So I don't know, maybe she wanted to retire and something. And supposedly she knew these people and I didn't want to go to the bar to begin with, but I wasn't going in. I was going to help uh, be with her when she drove to pick up somebody that worked there, a youngster who was of age, but younger. And it didn't seem like she necessarily approved of anything or necessarily disapproved uh, a lot, but it was just a ride. So of course I come out and they're scoping me over and like I'm the woman that they're driving in there. And I had to kind of trip over my brain injury to get out of that one. So that happened there. And of course, I overpaid this woman. I got thrown out of there. I wasn't living up to her expectations. And right before I was going to try to move out, I had $450 stolen from a, a new landlord that held me up in that car. So not with any guns or anything, but I knew I, I gladly gave him the money and I probably wasn't going to see it again. So I ended up in a woman's safe house. <laughs> begging for haven oh on a bathroom floor I have a note here yes I remember sitting on a bathroom floor with my few of my belongings I had to give away some clothes that I bought because I had been planning on going to Barcelona for a long time I was supposed to play in this really fancy uh, wine and cheese bar of course I never got out there but I, I never had enough money anyway to cover the visa um, mandatory rules that they have set up which I didn't know until I found out later but um, yeah so I had very little with me and I'm thinking I was lucky there was like one spot for the safe house to take me in and of course it wasn't a safe house I was drugged and left there with further brain damage um, watching women being carried out at night so what happened when I finally got a, a place where I um, while I was at this one who's trying to sell me to a strip joint, I was taking buses in and out uh, very, um, I had made it to the city, which is what I wanted to do. Actually worked better from the city, at least I had. Uh, but the buses that I were taking always were, um, it was like a, a church place where they help you get into uh, apartments if you're a woman. I. Um, I was afraid of that area, but I was going back and forth, not telling this woman because I just didn't feel right about where I was living, but it was a place that took me in. And unfortunately, my credit was always um, jeopardized because for the whole time I ran from abuse, I had problems with that. And this particular time where I had ran uh, a few years prior, I was called a liar, but I wasn't abused. So... Um, that was that was all over me. So when I finally got into this this apartment, I got back into school, took a couple classes, got an F 
in one class. It was like a phonetics class. And I could feel myself fighting the teacher and I, I kind of didn't think he'd go that far. Um, but he did. He went that far with me. And I hadn't had trouble from any other male teachers that I know. They just really loved me. But that was, I was completely separated from everything. So now I was in the middle of it all again. You know, I was tracked down and found me. But I almost got an A in Shakespeare. And that's what I really need. So yay for me. Um, Shakespeare seems to be kind of one of my strengths where I got the um, Lane Foundation Shakespeare Scholarship over at Lane Community College. And um, I did well on that class over at Lane, though the teacher who was very abrupt with me toward the end, I was having a hard time with my injuries. I just need to catch my breath. She just was um, a bit too abrupt. So I would have done better, but I did do well enough. So, um, let's see. So six weeks each of the woman who tried to sell me as a stripper, or I guess it's more than that when you're going to those places, and then um, and being in that supposed safe house, women's house, and so I, I um, it was about 12 weeks of going through that, trying to get to a point where I could thrive. So I, I, I was not completely thriving when I was in school because I still had somebody who's following me, but it was enough that I could keep my head on my studies most of the time, which is surprising. But there were still a lot of things that being done to me that was hard. So I, um, after all this, and I, I really didn't have a lot of choices after school, my, my last two classes I took, I ran out of money, of course, to be able to be fully covered to go back to school. I think I only paid 150 to get in there. Always used used books. But I, I couldn't finish my degree. I had a few classes. Now, instead of having six classes, I had seven because of what the teacher did. And I probably down the road could change around to a different class maybe to get through to what... Um, they probably would want to go through to because at that point when your brain is damaged even more it's really hard to pick up the, the sounds the way an instructor might want you to but what would happen too after it was probably going on three or four years after when I had started that university uh, they changed the credentials around the criteria excuse me to finish the degree I was in which was focused on screenwriting uh, English literature focused on screenwriting, but I had to just apply um, to keep them, fill an application to ask to keep them to the same criteria so I wouldn't have to take a bunch of new classes over again, which I thought was kind of um, odd for such a short period to change the criteria, but um, it got approved. Of course, I that was probably two years ago, and I haven't been able to finish I don't really look forward to going back to school because once you've been put in a position where kind of your route in life is taking you, I just um, wanted to use the skills I had. I really felt a grip on that once I let go of the fact of what I had been through just to take a couple more classes and get into um, an environment around me where I could kind of be in an enemy. Am I saying that right? kind of lost into 
the world around me where in the city it's easier than in a bit of a smaller town where you bumping into a lot of people that kind of knew my story maybe some didn't agree with what I had gone through but I started writing my best stuff to erase what happened so even though I went through a lot of these pretty horrible situations just in that short period I just kept wanting to keep my head above water so I could get to that next step. I guess at that point I could really feel it in me that not only the school in my brain but probably subconsciously to keep creating because in school they just make you write over and over again especially at the top of your head and that's where I got the um the latest uh, more of a jingle really called this time I just called it this time but um, it, it's it's got some nice content in there still so even if, if you're writing and you're kind of having a hard time getting things to come out perfectly which we already taught in school you know just throw down what you have in your mind and throw down maybe the meaning of what you're thinking of even if you can't come to the exact same words and it's kind of beautifully how the artistry comes together and you just in the midst of getting lost there those few seconds you're getting those beautiful verses or um, phrases, paragraphs of something that just um, gets thrown out of you just magically. So it's very nice. But um, uh, for every 20 to 30 second commercial I did, this is in my life, for the makeup artistry certificate I achieved, for every $800 check I brought home from working in the executive world, these were all times in between the 30 something years chaotic in my life after the abuse this was in the earlier years but still it's included in the chaotic years of abuse in my life and I no matter what was happening I just always always in the end wanted to thrive I didn't want to just sit home and keep things perfect I wanted to shine I wanted to use my gifts and every step I took forward, it was to get these goals. So like I said, that's my story. I'm not certainly not saying go out and do what I did. I feel like to get to these goals, I did the best that I could. And I want to thank this, this past week for Katie Web Radio in Italy. I have a lot of respect for them. They have a nice station, uh, C-A-T-E-R-W-E-B Radio. You can find them online, Small Radio in England, Small Radio 3, and this is only Rock Radio in Spain, and Valley FM 89.5 Australia for picking, uh, Sweet Valley Sounds for picking my song, My Man, Top 5 for the week of March 29th, and for radio. Indie Alliance to pick it as a top chart song. I think I have five or six songs with them now. So that that is part of the magic that I'm working on. And of course, being able to open up to you guys and hopefully make a difference of your struggles to not feel that you're so alone and that your life has been wasted and your life has been so much harder. And why does it have to be so hard? And I don't know why life has to be so hard. I, I don't have the answer to that question, but it is hard and you can still thrive and attain your goals. 
some of your goals, maybe not all your goals. Sometimes your goals change as your life is evolving around you. And I grasp that constantly. That I think that's really important. And if you want to know my my um, my radio play, you can go to my Twitter, which is at my website under my electronic press kit. And I always put a link to my website up here. But um, I, I just really feel the, the uh, accomplishment, the hunger and the accomplishment, I, I still feel to this day. So I really hope that this podcast has helped you and I've shared with you something where you can feel um, a sense of relating and that you can, my throat again, <laughs> a little more water, you can't do anything really in life if you put your mind to it, which I'm sure you heard, but you can do something. If you can't maybe get to the exact goal that you were trying to get to, just keep trying to thrive and follow your path as positively as you can. So stay safe, stay blessed. I will leave this time for you and also a free copy of it under this segment details. And uh, once again, please follow me. I've noticed more people have been listening to me at Spotify. Please following me. I'll put the links up for Spotify and Pandora and iHeartRadio. I'm also at Amazon Music. But I think it costs to listen there, so I try to put the free ones. Deezer, which costs there too. Tidal, which has been wonderful. Jimmy, it costs there too. But you can find all the other links up at my website as well. So take care.